Welcome to the Paralegal Voice, where you hear the latest issues and trends in the world of paralegals and legal assistance by one of the best-known paralegals in the industry, Vicki Voisin. A paralegal for more than 20 years, Vicki is dedicated to helping legal professionals reach their goals. You're listening to Legal Talk Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Paralegal Voice here on Legal Talk Network. I'm Vicki Voison, the Paralegal Mentor and host of the Paralegal Voice. I'm a NALA Advanced Certified Paralegal, and I publish a weekly e-newsletter titled Paralegal Strategies. I'm also the co-author of The Professional Paralegal, a guide to finding a job and career success. You'll find more information at paralegalmentor.com. My guest today is Patricia E. Infante, PP, PLS, Managing Editor of Paralegal Today magazine. She's a past president of NALS, and she's from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Welcome, Patty. Thank you, Vicki. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited to have you as a guest today, Patty. We always have such a good time when we get to chat at a convention and so forth. So before we begin, I want to recognize our sponsors, and that would be NALA, a professional association for paralegals providing continuing education and professional certification programs for paralegals at NALA.org. NALA is a force in the promotion and the advancement of the paralegal profession and has been a sponsor of the Paralegal Voice since the beginning. And also, ServeNow, a nationwide network of trusted pre-screened process servers, work with the most professional process servers who have experience with high-volume serves, embrace technology, and understand the litigation process. Visit ServeNow.com to learn more. The goal of the Paralegal Voice is to discuss a wide range of topics important to the paralegal industry and to share with our listeners leading trends, significant developments, and also resources that you'll find very helpful in your career and your everyday job. Guests are usually included to help explore timely topics, and for that reason, I've invited Patty Infante to join me today. You know, before we get started with our discussion with Patty, I want to tell you a bit about her. Patty Infante is a member of NALS, the Association for Legal Professionals, and she's been a member since 1995. She was the 2010-2011 NALS president and the recipient of the 2005 NALS Award of Excellence a past president of both her local chapter and state association. Patty is currently serving as parliamentarian of NALS of Pennsylvania and as website chair of NALS of Philadelphia. Patty is also currently a member of the NALS Leadership Identification Committee and the NALS Genius Bar. Patricia has been employed in the corporate real estate department of Ballard Spire LLP in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, since 1990. And again, I'm delighted to have you with me today, Patty. Thank you, Vicki. I'm very pleased to be here. Well, I want to discuss today how to keep our careers uh, exciting. And as leaders in the paralegal profession, we do come in contact with paralegals who are tired of their jobs. They're considering either changing jobs or leaving the profession altogether. And I think that we'll 
both agree that there are other ways to revitalize a career without taking such drastic measures. Do you agree? I, I absolutely do agree. In fact, in fact, it is exactly what what happens with me when I participate in things, and that's what we'll talk about a little bit later here. Well, we've both been presidents of national associations, you of NALS, and I was president of NALA from 99 to 2000, which sounds like the dark ages now. But we've seen firsthand the benefits of membership in a professional association and how that can rejuvenate a career. And I think first and foremost are the friendships and the networking uh, that result. It's nice to know people from all over the country that you can lean on for help. And it's also nice to know that, you know, they face many of the same problems that uh, anyone else in the profession does. I think the biggest point or the biggest lesson you can learn is the grass isn't always greener on the other side of the fence. Um, It's uh, pretty much the same everywhere, and we just need to uh, maybe look at how we can fix things in our own situation. And that's what joining a, uh, an association will do for you. And do you have anything to add to that, Patty? Um, I do, Vicki. I would stress that um, merely paying dues and, and receiving the, the monthly publication or whenever it is, is, is one way. But to really reap the benefits of being involved in a professional association, you need to become active. Um, there is there is nothing as powerful as being able to to see your colleagues firsthand, sitting at the same table, learning a subject at, uh, at a CLE uh, session or serving on a committee, or as an officer, there is not anything that is as gratifying as seeing a need within the the local chapter or the state uh, chapter of your professional association, seeing a need, thinking of a solution, and then bringing it to fruition. It is is stimulating, and, and it's really a wonderful thing to help you revitalize and and reignite your passion about your career because you're working with your colleagues, all of whom are basically in the same boat that you are. That's right. And one other thing that the associations do have are educational opportunities. Uh, We all should have um, continuing legal education. Many of us need to because we have our certifications. So the um, associations do provide this either on a local level or a state level and then, of course, on the national level. And a lot of these are, well, first of all, they're very affordable, but some of them are even free. So, uh, you know, it's, it's easy for us to get that continuing education that we need when we do participate in an association. Uh, is there anything else you want to add about CLA, Patty? Well, the one thing that I do want to add is that from my perspective, um, I have a habit of attending a lot of sessions that have nothing to do with my, my office work. And the reason that I do is to become aware of the trends and, and where a particular practice area is going because one never knows when one's going to be moving uh, to another practice area within a law firm or asking to help out. I always learn something new by attending CLA. And some of those things can be career-altering, um, especially if you, if you were to seek out uh, certification from one of the national associations 
associations. Uh, there is nothing as as stimulating and as confidence boosting as studying for and passing a national certification exam. Um, it, most definitely passing my first national exam is what propelled me to be where I am today. I think that, that that's a good point because uh, when I passed my exam, it's been quite a while ago, but I was, you know, I'm in a small town, I worked in a small office, and actually passing the exam wasn't um, going to change my job at all, but what it did give me was credibility, a boost in confidence, and uh, I was just very proud of that, and I think that was one of the best things that I have done uh, for my career, and certainly do suggest that anyone else considering that should be sure to do it. I wanted to also say that when you take the CLE, you do learn new skills, and I, I have a lot of people who say, well, they're not offering anything that's going to help me, and that's exactly what you just said. It, it, it doesn't matter if that's what you're, that's the area you're working in. You may learn something new. Uh, we're going to talk about changing um, practice areas, and that's uh, in a little bit. And I know that we'll stress this for um, for that particular point. But the the thing is, is that it's good to be able to put that on your resume if you're looking for another job. Uh, so be sure to to attend those classes, even if you don't think they're going to be particularly helpful. One other thing I want to bring up is being a guest speaker at paralegal schools and paralegal um, meetings. And uh, some of us have get kind of cold feet, and we don't like to do that, and we don't want to get up in front of people. But one of the best things you can do is um, try Toastmasters to guarantee, you know, to guarantee your confidence. So it's going to really help with that. Uh, do you do any uh, public speaking, Patty? I know you do. I, sh- I shouldn't have even asked it. Yes, ma'am, I do. I absolutely do. And, and you know, for the novice, um, you, you might want to start out um, on your local level by uh, doing a small presentation on something that you do very well. It could be something as simple as um, handling a document management system and the whys and wherefores for doing it in, in a particular way, um, or tips and tricks on on uh, a p- specific types of software. Uh, and then um, once you once you make that presentation to a smaller group i.e. your local professional association colleagues, you know, then it's easier for you to take that information and, and produce it or go in a different way. And if you are looking to perhaps be a guest speaker at a paralegal school, uh, sometimes the best way to become known at a paralegal school, to become known by the legal studies coordinator or, or professor in charge or whatever, is to actually um, be able to invite them to speak to your local um, professional association meetings, and then you establish a, a relationship with that person, and which will eventually turn into the open uh, door that will allow you to speak at a paralegal school. There's one other thing I want to throw in here for that, and I, I know that you're aware of this, probably have done it, I've done it. These schools are looking for people to serve on their advisory boards to help with their, uh, you know, their curriculum planning and that kind of thing. So that's when you get to know the, um, the 
professors and so forth. Uh, that also is something that you can do, and it's wonderful to be able to, to do that, to give back to the profession. Well, Patty, it's time to take a short break for a word from our sponsor, NALA, the Association of Legal Assistance Paralegals, and serve now a nationwide network of trusted pre-screened process servers. And when we come back, we'll continue our discussion with Patty Infante, Managing Editor of Paralegal Today magazine. Be right back. NALA means professional. NALA offers classroom and web-based continuing education and professional development for all paralegals. And NALA's certified paralegal credential has been a gold standard of professionalism for over 30 years. More than 15,000 paralegals have this certification, and nearly 2,000 have achieved the demanding advanced certified paralegal. NALA works actively with others in the legal field to promote the value of paralegals and to advance paralegal professionalism. See more about why NALA means professional at www.nala.org. Looking for a process server you can trust? ServeNow.com is a nationwide network of local pre-screened process servers. ServeNow works with the most professional process servers in the industry. Connecting your firm with process servers who embrace technology, have experience with high-volume serves, and understand the litigation process and rules of properly effectuating service. Find a pre-screened process server today. Visit www.servenow.com. Welcome back to the Paralegal Voice. I'm Vicki Voison, and my guest today is Patty Infante, Managing Editor of Paralegal Today magazine and past NALS president. Patty and I are discussing how to revitalize your career without taking such drastic steps as changing jobs or uh, leaving the profession altogether. Patty, you brought up speaking in front of paralegal classes um, in paralegal programs, uh, but we both volunteer to speak at our paralegal associations, and that's also a way to keep your career exciting. Um, I know I love it, and I'm sure you do too. I do. Um, you know, I, I have various subjects. Most of the subjects that I'm most comfortable with are professional development subjects, but I have in the past um, taught actual actual legal classes. Many, many years ago, I taught a legal secretary course one and two, which um, which provided the class with, um, with the information on why you do certain things in the law office, why it's important to be detailed-oriented, and so on and so forth, and understanding the general sequence of, of litigation matters and pleadings and some of the other practice areas. And there was nothing that, that was um, as stimulating as preparing for those classes and seeing the light bulbs go off over the heads of all of the students, one of whom, I'm very happy to say, eventually went on to become an attorney herself. Bravo. That's great. Uh, I also uh, teach classes for national associations. I've done a couple for, for NALS. I do um, six courses for NALA Campus Live. I spoke to the Orange County Paralegal Association in September, and I'm also doing a lunch and learn for the uh, Montana Association of Legal Assistants just next week. So, uh, And I do some individual courses uh, on my own that 
you can learn more about it on my website. But I love to do those. And the preparation is sometimes agonizing, I have to say. It's uh, not easy, but it's just uh, a wonderful way to get out and to meet uh, other paralegals. And um, it's also a confidence builder. I really like that. Another thing that people can do is to write articles, and we, we haven't talked about that yet, Patty, but as managing editor of Paralegal Today, you, you know firsthand how writing can stimulate your career, and also, I want you to tell us what you do um, as the managing editor, because you must be really busy, because I know you work full-time as a paralegal, so um, tell us what you do. Uh, well, in regards to writing articles, the first thing I would like to say to you is that, that um, you know, we talked about how, um, you know, you, you make a presentation to your local paralegal association about something you know, um, and it is very easier or much easier to create an article out of the notes that you use when you spoke in front of, the, in front of someone, um, and that's a great way to, to start the basis for writing articles. People agonize over writing articles, and and it is it isn't easy. And if you are not sure of what you're doing, or if you think um, that you need an update, then it may be worthwhile to you if that is the route that you would like to take. And I would encourage people to do that um, because you have something to offer. As a an experienced paralegal, you are an expert in the field that you work. And so, if you're un, unsure of those things, then you would like to, you should probably search out maybe some creative writing courses or or additional grammar courses, something or or even find a mentor who is an excellent writer to help you uh, put together your article in such a way that it comes across as um, as you are a very knowledgeable uh, person and that you know how to write. Because as you know, there are many people out there who, who think they know how to write but don't necessarily know how to write. Um, many magazines will um, are open to submissions. They may not publish your article, but um, they may actually give you some pointers, um, or, or they may hold the article for a, a later date, ask you to update it, and then publish it later. Or the, the other thing that you might consider is if you join a professional association, submitting it to your, to your local publications or your national publication for uh, you know, the, the, uh, the chance to have your, your written piece published. Um, you could also contact the local bar association, or even your law firm's office publications, which more law firms are now putting online. And finally, the last thing I would encourage is that you start your own blog. If you're an expert in something and you have something worthwhile to say, put it in a blog. The best information about a blog is to keep it current and to keep submitting something on a regular basis and eventually you'll you'll build up a readership of your blog and you'll be you'll be considered an expert in the field that you're blogging about. Now I do want to hear though still about what you do at um, Paralegal Today as managing editor. I know that you seek out articles, don't you? I do, I do. I go looking for uh, authors. Some people do submit things uh, directly to us, and we encourage that. Um, but I do go looking for authors uh, to handle uh, often specific topics that that I believe uh, or that I'm seeing trending um, in in the world. 
Uh, the the fourth edition of Paralegal Today, which we're working on now, deals with technology, and a, and and the articles in general all have something to do with either social media or electronic transferring of files or the issues surrounding connecting to uh, free hot, Wi-Fi hotspots, that sort of thing. And so when, I, when we establish whatever the topic is going to be, then I go looking for authors for specific articles. Many of them I know personally. Some of them I may have seen something they've published somewhere, either uh, from the ABA uh, blogs and websites or uh, or on LinkedIn as an influencer or something of that nature, and I will go after them and seek them. Basically, from my perspective, my, uh, my area of expertise is really in uh, seeking out the articles to a specific word count that I need in order to put forth the publication, giving deadlines, following up with people. Um, and then finally, you know, making sure that uh, that the completed articles are edited and proofread and submitted for the publication. I still don't know how you get it all done, work full time and then handle this part too. So, but I do know you're organized. So do you have any tips on getting it all done before we go ahead? Well, I have a chart. And I am referencing the chart all the time and following up with my authors all the time. In fact, in some ways, I think that my experience with being national president and being uh, and, and needing to uh, coordinate so many committees and volunteers has actually helped me in this regard because I am being national president, you have to be organized. And so you have to be able to manage your time very, very well because there's a lot of, a lot of things that are, that are uh, looking for part of your time. And, and most definitely that has helped me as well. But organization and, 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 a, uh, and being detailed-oriented is the most um, important thing uh, when doing something like I'm doing. I agree. Now, we've talked uh, about things to do outside the office, like join your association and do some volunteer speaking and writing. But let's move on to things that you can do at your current job to, you know, make you more satisfied with your career. And I think the first would be to become an expert in your practice area. We, we mentioned that before. There's a, you know, people will say, well, how, how do I do that? How can I become an expert? And I think you you need to get your CLE, your extra continuing legal education, in a certain um, area, practice area, excuse me, and then take on more assignments. Be the person that other people come to to ask questions. You know, um, that's what that's what you really uh, need to do to become an expert. And of course, writing those articles, speaking. Uh, everyone at your firm should know that you're doing that, and should know that you. Um, should know exactly what they can ask you. So uh, is there anything you want to add to that, Patty? I do. Um, if you're concerned about becoming an expert in something, there's other, th- there are other things that you can do as well. Um, you know, along with uh, t- attending those CLEs in your practice area, um, you should probably reach out to your department managing attorney, um, tell them that you are uh, attending all of this CLE on a specific topic, and then offering to present back at a department meeting. Um, and then again, 
whatever you present at, at that department meeting can be turned into an article which can then be blogged or, um, or, or published in the office publication um, and shared with other people. The other thing is that... Um, you know, there's often uh, there's often different departments that are in a crunch time, and and being offering to help another paralegal when they're in crunch mode, and finding out something about a practice area that's that is very very busy, so that you can step in and help whenever the need arises, really does a lot to revitalize your interest in your career because now not only are you an expert in your one practice area but you're becoming an expert in another and and you're helping people on top of it there are other ways too and and that is like volunteering um, sometimes uh, the office will be asked or some of the attorneys will participate and volunteer for legal aid services and in different uh, legal aid societies and nonprofits around the area. Uh, something like Wills for Heroes, where you can assist the attorneys um, in, in getting these wills prepared for, you know, our heroes, meaning our first responders. Uh, something like that it does a, goes a long way for, for showing you a different practice area and helping you to become an expert in something else. Right. I uh, I know a paralegal who was uh, working in trusts and estates, and she really wanted to switch to litigation. So she volunteered to uh, go to trial with uh, with some of the attorneys who were in you know working in litigation and going to trial. Uh, and she had to work a little bit harder because she still needed to do her regular job. But once they saw how she, you know, could handle things when she was going to to trial with them, uh, they were more than willing to have her switch to litigation, and and she kept her career exciting that way because she was getting tired of trusts and estates. So that's something that they can do. Uh, Another thing you can do is search for new technology that will help the firm and report to the partners how it's going to be beneficial. And once that's adopted, um, you know, become the go-to person for handling that technology. You know, we're all exposed to new technology, new software, and so forth when we go to these paralegal meetings. At least I, I know I am, Patty, and I know you are too. And and we're the ones who can, uh, you know, attorneys don't really have time to search out that technology, so we're the ones who can make the, those suggestions for things that are really going to help the firm, save people time, and so forth. What about, you know, what about you when you hear about technology that the firm can use, Patty? I have um, researched certain technology, certain software packages and things like that. And most of the information I get are when I go to uh, different conventions and, and things of that nature. And, um, you know, I'll think about what it is that they're offering, a software package is offering, and then I share that information when I come back to the office and I share it with the appropriate department. Um, I work for a rather large law firm, so so really my responsibility would be to share it with the people that it pertains to. But if it is adopted by the firm and if it is in your practice area and you become that go-to person, then then you can end up training other support staff within your department on how to use that program properly or some tips and tricks on how to make it work efficiently and effectively. Um, You can even 
provide uh, training training manuals or or uh, tips cards or something of that nature, anything that will help uh, the department or the staff or anybody within your firm become as as technologically adept as you are in this program. There is nothing as stimulating as that. It's all about sharing our information and realizing, you know, seeing those light bulbs pop off, as I mentioned earlier, really does stimulate your feeling of where you fit in, in the law firm structure and in the legal industry as a whole. Well, Patty, something else that I think is really important is to be sure to take the vacations that, uh, you know, that's a benefit to be sure that you take your vacations. You need that time to rejuvenate. Uh, And then also be sure to take a break at lunch hour, whatever you're allowed. Many of us work at our desks instead of, you know, getting Um, getting away and just, you know, taking a few minutes to think about some other things. I think that 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 time is really important. And I want everybody to be sure to take it. Your work's still going to be there when you come back from vacation. And uh, people may even realize how valuable you are when you're not there to to help them out. Uh, Don't you think that they should do that, Patty? I absolutely do. Uh, It is so easy because we all of us are so inundated with the amount of work that's out there, you know, since the recession, since so many of the law firms have downsized, you know, business is starting to pick up and we are now seeing the effects of, of that reduced work staff. It is important that you get uh, away from your desk if possible. And even if it's for 15 minutes to run out and pick up a sandwich and come back, it is amazing how that little bit of time away from your desk changes your entire attitude, refreshes you, and revitalizes you to continue for the rest of the day. Those things are important. The other thing is attending those those live conventions for your professional association. If you have an opportunity to get away for one or two days, and go meet with your colleagues, you come back with a fresh perspective about your career and where you fit in in the law firm. Right. You can usually uh, or sometimes use that time for networking, which is really important, too, so that shouldn't be skipped. Patty, we're running out of time, so that so I want to um, thank you for being here with us. I love the information that you've shared, and I look forward to seeing you perhaps uh, in Tulsa when you have your next meeting. And also, I love getting paralegal today. It's something that I really do uh, look forward to. So if uh, any of our listeners want to get in touch with you, how would they do that? Uh, you can easily reach me through the Paralegal Today website. Um, you, There are... Um, Hot links that will take that will take you right to my email address. But my email address is pinfanti at conexionmedia.com. And you can always reach me through LinkedIn. Um, so feel free to contact me that way. Those are probably the easiest ways for people to get in touch with me. Okay, and I want to remind our listeners that it's P as in Paul Infanti, I-N-F-A-N-T-I, at ConnexionMedia.com. So thank you for joining me today, Patty. Uh, Your ideas for revitalizing your career have just uh, been excellent. Thank you so much, Vicki. It was so much fun to participate today. Glad to have you. So let's take another short break now. Don't go away, because when I come back, I'll have news and career tips for all of you. 
We're glad you're listening to Legal Talk Network. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, too. Welcome back to the Paralegal Voice. This is the point in the program when I offer some tips and some announcements and so forth for you. I uh, don't have any travel coming up, but I will be doing a lunch and learn for the Montana Association of Legal Assistants next week. Uh, I'm looking at a deadline for an article for uh, NALS for their next uh, issue of At Law, and let's see what else. I've got a couple of new courses up on my website, so look for those. Also, for my practice tip for you is to, uh, one of the things you can do to revitalize your career is to be a mentor for other paralegals. If they're uh, looking for advice, if they're looking, uh, they have questions about the um, the profession, be the person who can answer them, and, and you'll get a lot out of those friendships. And perhaps you need a mentor. Uh, look for someone who can um, help you with your questions, and even some career coaching uh, might help you out. So it, look for those avenues of help, and I think that once you get to know these people, once they get to know you, you're going to be really surprised at how how much you really do enjoy your career and also enjoy where you work. So that's all the time we have today for the Paralegal Voice. If you have questions about today's show, please email them to me at Vicki, V-I-C-K-I, at paralegalmentor.com. And don't forget to check out my blog, paralegalmentorblog.com, and the resources available at paralegalmentor.com. Uh, They've all been designed to help you move your career in the right direction, and we all know that that direction is forward. This is Vicki Voison thanking you for listening to the Paralegal Voice and reminding you to make your Paralegal Voice heard. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to The Paralegal Voice, produced by the broadcast professionals at Legal Talk Network. Join Vicki Voisin for her next podcast on issues and trends affecting paralegals and legal assistants. Subscribe to the RSS feed on LegalTalkNetwork.com or in iTunes. The Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast, your resource for the tips and tactical advice you need to grow your business. Plus, keep up with the news and commentary you crave to stay one step ahead. It's hosted by me, Guy Sakalakis. And me, Conrad Song. Every other week, we break down the issues holding back your marketing strategy and talk about the changes you need to be prepared for. Check out the Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube.